praised be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. I'm Alexandra Sullivan. And I'm Father Connolly. Welcome to Raising Saints, Helping Kids Hear God's Voice. We're a priest and a mom who are eager to do our best to answer kids' questions about God, the church, the faith, and more. Most importantly, to help them to grow in their relationship with God and ultimately hear His voice. Father Connolly. Hi, Mrs. Sullivan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored. Mm, amen. Preach it, sister. <laughs> what uh, What episode are we on? I have no idea. Six, maybe? Could I be. Think. <laughs> I think that we are on episode six. Taking it day by day, right? Just surviving. Day by day. My goodness. <laughs> and he's singing, everybody. Oh, yes. All right. Shall we pray? Let's do it. Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who wander about the earth, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, we have St. Thomas with us, too. Mm-hmm. Right? He's yep. here hanging. As well as uh, St. John Paul II and soon to be Blessed Fulton J. Sheen. Yes, you're excited about mugs. that. Quick uh, shameless plug for our pal, Lindsay, right? She, yep. uh, in uh, Just Love Prints. Yeah. All kinds of great gift ideas and, and prints and mugs and hats. And, and my favorite mug and little John's favorite mug mm. that I have, Hail Mary, full of grace, punch the devil in the face. <laughs> I don't know why he loves that. He runs around the house yeah. saying it. But it's fun. Yeah, she's got great stuff. So. She sure does. Yeah. So, so what, yeah, what are we doing today? <laughs> we got a couple questions. Yay! We're going back to our original, yeah. right? Our our OG uh, <laughs> format here. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We have. Isn't there's a little irony here too? We have two questions from boys named Gabe or Gabriel. Mm. What is God trying to tell us? <laughs> and we just prayed the Saint Michael prayer. Yes. And so I feel the, the presence of the archangels here. Yeah. Really... We're missing Ralph. Mm. <laughs> Good old Ralph. <laughs> Me and him, we're tight. It's just, just Ralph. <laughs> well, actually, my godson's name is Raphael. Nice. And we call him Ralph. So, I don't know. I don't know why. Just anyway. So shout out to my godson, Raphael. What up, Ralph? <laughs> um, okay. So I will play... Gabriel number one's question, and then we'll do Gabriel number two's question. And if this is the same Gabriel, we apologize for <laughs> multiplying you. I think it's different. They have different voices. Okay. All right. All right. So Gabriel number one. Since Eve came from Adam's rib, did God give Adam a new rib? So Gabriel said, did God give Adam a new rib because he made Eve from the first one. Good question. Yeah. Short answer, I don't think so. <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't actually know, but... Yeah, there's no... So we're not told that uh, God replaced the rib. Um, but that does uh, kind of lead us to the the whole question of why was it the rib? Yeah. Well, we were just talking about this, weren't <clears throat> we, the other day? That some really beautiful um, symbolism there. 
Why? So why did God make Eve out of Adam's rib? Right. Well, right. So I think the point was he didn't, he didn't take something from the head or from the feet or from other extremity, but from like the center of Adam's body. Mm. So uh, why, why, why is that important? I guess. Yeah. I think firstly to show that, that she's his equal, mm-hmm. right? Um, how many cultures and, and how we still see it in our day mm-hmm. somewhat, right? This idea of superiority of, of the man, but no, that's not God's plan, right? God created us, uh, truly as equals, as partners, Mm -hmm. that man and woman would be, would be partners in life, um, in this great, uh, work that he's entrusted to us of being stewards of creation, um, that sure. Are we different? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the whole idea of complementarity. Yeah, that we complement each other, and I don't just mean telling me that you know my hair looks great <laughs> or that my glasses are very stylish. They are very but, stylish. Oh, thank you. I yeah. was fishing for that. <laughs> you were definitely, but <laughs> reeled it in. Yeah, no, but um, but that though we're we're different, and that's something that's, uh, especially our kids see a lot of that in schools today. You know, a lot of this message coming at them that. Everyone is the same. The same, yeah. And you can just sort of be whatever you want to be in the sense that, you know, um, there's no differences and you can just choose. uh, That's, you know, God made us a certain way. Yeah. And it's an act of love to encourage someone to be who God made them to be. Right. Um, So he made us all different. Certainly male and female, there are so many differences. Um, but that we, we complement each other together right. as partners, as equals, uh, we build each other up and, and, uh, and build up the kingdom yeah. of God. Actually, it's interesting. Um, I was having this conversation with Samantha just the other day about how moms and dads have different strengths and, um, that, you know, dads are typically problem solvers mm. just in general. Like if, if something's going on, they want to find the solution to it. Whereas, moms just in general, not I'm saying every mom, dad or fit this, but, um, moms are more like the, uh, the emotional support behind it. So we're not necessarily going to jump in and solve the problem, but we'll like hold your hand as you try to figure it out. And I think both of those things go together. So it was an interesting conversation how, um, to support our children. We need both ends of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, a good perspective. The other thing that, um, I mentioned to you this week you had Father Eric and the Capuchins here doing the mission. And I remember one thing he said was that about this exact thing, the rib was interesting choice because the rib protects our heart and all our important organs in there. And I thought that was an interesting perspective that um, somehow it's like a, a protecting piece almost of the body that to be shared with the other. Mm. So I, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting perspective too. So, yeah. Yeah. So no extra rib for him, but maybe he did get an extra rib. What do you, I don't know. When McDonald's came out with the limited <laughs> no. edition McRib, <laughs> that's when he got his rib. <laughs> and a shamrock shake. Ew. <laughs> I never actually even had one. No, me neither. Do they taste like shamrocks? Why are we talking about McDonald's? It's because I just talked about a happy meal. The rib. (laughs) 
It was a corny dad joke. Mm-hmm. A father joke. A father joke. We're so, <laughs> Gabriel, hopefully that helps. Uh, we don't think that God physically replaced that rib, but um, even better, Adam didn't just get his rib back. He got a partner. Awesome. So, great question, Gabriel. Thank you. Okay, now we have question number two from another Gabe. And... Um, He's local to us, I think. He said he's from Poque, which is not that far from here. So I'll let him ask his question, and then we'll see what what we think about it. Hi, my name is Gabe. I'm from Poque, and this is my question. Is God a punisher? If not, why did he do the plague to the Egyptians? Is God a punisher? Mm -hmm. And if not, why did he do the plague to the Egyptians? That's a great question. I think so. I right? think a lot of us struggle with this, though, yeah. too. I mean, how often when we're really going through it, when, when life is getting really hard, we we kind of maybe even physically look up, right, and mm-hmm. say, you know, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Um, and haven't you heard the phrase from some people, oh, well, if I walk in that church, you know, the church is going to fall down around <laughs> me, right? I've heard yeah. that before. Yeah. You know, yeah. like God's going to punish me. Yeah. I want to tell people <laughs> I get up there and say mass in that church. If it hasn't crumbled we're good. <laughs> around me, yeah. we're good. We're still good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fine. And firm foundation. I think a lot of us, though, no, think but, about God. You know, we do things wrong and God's going to punish us. And I, yeah. you know, so I think this is yeah. a good perspective from. Yeah. So, no, God is not a punisher, right? Um, and that gets to the heart of this question that, that goes on. You know, uh, do we speak of sort of like two gods, right? This mm-hmm. uh, false dichotomy opposing two things that actually don't even exist as as separate things mm-hmm. uh, to be opposed. But the God of the Old Testament versus the God of the New Testament. Yeah. You know, where in the Old Testament we see violence and suffering, in the New Testament we see Jesus' message of love and mercy. Now there's an element of that, but we certainly don't have two different gods, right? Right. Um, so how do we understand this then? Right. Yeah. I think one of the harsh realities that we do have to face, and you just crack open your Bible and you'll see it, mm-hmm. God did punish. That did happen. Yeah. Right? Um, he sent plagues to the Egyptians yeah. over and over and over again because they wouldn't listen. Yeah. Or the flood, right? Mm-hmm. Or the um, the destruction of Sodom. That, mm-hmm. uh, um, God has in the past been so moved by man's sinfulness, yeah, man's uh, disrespect, lack of, of awareness that, you know, an abuse of offense against that first commandment. I am the Lord, your God. Uh, you shall not have false gods before me. Um, he has been moved to the point of, of destruction of his creation, of sure. punishment of his people that we got to recognize that, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, that helps us in our striving to live good, holy lives now, but not because we're going to be punished. Yeah. Right. Because Jesus, he accepted the punishment once and for all. Right. He accepted that, that, that punishment on the cross. He who was completely free of sin, he Mm -hmm. was completely innocent. Um, he took it on for us. Does that mean we don't suffer? No. No, of course not. Of course right? not. We still right. suffer um, because sin has entered the world and the world is imperfect. And, um, you know, un- until we are uh, 
with him in heaven until the coming of the new heaven and new earth and uh, creation is renewed, restored, right? There's going to be suffering, but never as a punishment. Right. Um, There's also, though, a good question for what's coming in the next life. Right? Mm-hmm. I think it's something our kids can handle. I think yeah. we, we try not to talk about it because it might. But no, I think this is good for our, for our kids to hear about that, you know, there is such a thing as heaven. There mm-hmm. is such a thing as purgatory, and there is such a thing as hell. Sure. If a soul suffers hell, yeah, is that God punishing that soul? No. no. Right. We no. make um, we make the choice. Some Samantha explained it. I don't know who explained it to her. Maybe it was you. I don't know. But that um, the souls in hell have the keys have locked themselves in there, not the other way yeah. around. It's not that God holds the key and has locked them in there. They've chosen yeah. and they're they're the ones who've put yeah. themselves there. Yeah. Because thanks to Jesus' gift of, of his life and, and um offering himself on the cross for us and, and being raised and right, he he offers us heaven. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh at the end of our lives God will extend his incredibly merciful hand and and and, and invite us to accept once and for all, for eternity, his love and his mercy. Mm-hmm. Now, purgatory, right, is the place where um, w- we might go and uh, be prepared to accept that right. gift. Right, right. But a soul in purgatory absolutely has the promise of heaven. So that's mm-hmm. good news. And I think right. we've talked about this before, right? We have, yeah. Oh, the breath mint. Yes, the breath the spiritual mint. breath mint. Yes. Right? If you got bad <laughs> breath and you're going to have it for eternity, wouldn't you want to take a minute and go have a mint? You know? <laughs> So, absolutely. The analogy was a stretch when we first used it, I uh, think. <laughs> I don't think so. I like that one. I like that one a all lot. Right. So, but yeah, anyway, it's all just to say, um, no, God doesn't punish us, um, but but we do, he, he has punished in the past, mm-hmm. um, and we do still suffer in the present, and we will. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to, life gets really hard sometimes, you yeah. know, and it's going to be a temptation to say, God, why are you doing this to mm-hmm. me? So we have to just remember that it's not him doing something to us, but yeah. allowing something to happen. And then, right, maybe we can use that as an opportunity. Say, where right. where are you in this? What grace are you offering to me to deal with this? Yeah. Um, what lesson can I learn from this? How can I be more closely conformed to you? in this suffering. So those are all interesting questions because the way you're phrasing it, it's it's as if God is teaching us through these experiences in some way. And I think that's the difference between um, what our children can understand, the difference between punishment and discipline. And hopefully our, our parents like discipline that. us, which really means to teach. So uh, you've done something... Right, Latin root. Yes. From we, our Latin scholar, Mrs. Sullivan. Uh-huh. Yes. There I am, Latin scholar. Um, you got me off track now. So anyway, discipline. I mean, I, ideally, um, parents are not just inflicting a punishment when a child does something that's not what they should do. And they're instead disciplining. So teaching them, okay, that was the wrong thing to do. How do we make it right? And how can we do better next time? And and that's also the difference between um, God the Father as well, that he's not punishing, but he does take opportunities to discipline us as well. And But to make us, to challenge us, to make us better. Right? Amen.
Okay. So I hope that answers your question, Gabe. Um, where do we go from here? So it's Thanksgiving this week. It is. Right. So I was thinking maybe we'd just take a, a minute to talk about something our, our families do. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving. Does arguing at the dinner table count? <laughs> oh, man, because, you mine. <laughs> I'm not saying necessarily just my family, but just in general, when people get together at the holidays, a lot of, yeah. there tends yeah. to be some arguing that ensues. Yeah. In good, in good fun though too, right? I hope so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some traditions that you guys have? Well, the one that- besides, wait a minute, not eating pumpkin pie. Well, my grandma and I are really the only ones who like. Well, and so Grammy and Pa like that pumpkin pie, and so do I. <laughs> because so we'll have they some. should. It's so Thanksgiving. We'll, we'll, we'll have some, but the rest of the. The rest of the clan doesn't quite go for it. So we'll have, um, and you didn't like this idea, but this is delicious. <laughs> okay. So anyone listening, hopefully, I think you're going to side with me on this, right? That this is eh, a delicious dessert. Wrong. Chocolate pudding pie. No, I, I didn't my- disagree that it was a delicious <laughs> dessert. I just disagreed with the timing okay. of it. Because when my, when my mom hears this episode and hears you slamming her dessert this way. I didn't yeah. slam anything for the record. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. Um, no, is that apple pie? Uh, I yep. think there's been known to be some coconut cream pie thrown in there. Another mm. non-traditional Thanksgiving dessert. That maybe, sounds good, though. But it's delicious. Yeah. So, oh, man. Oh, and it's not, <laughs> it has not been the Thanksgiving dinner unless afterwards you are enjoying um, one of those little Andes <laughs> after dinner mints. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's so random. It's like the one time a year. <laughs> They're not even that good. No. Why do they come out at your dinner table on Thanksgiving? Know. It's like a little uh, digestive <laughs> dessert type thing. I don't know. But anyway, the the main uh, Thanksgiving tradition that I can think of, that aside from the parade in the morning and the the um, the, the the huge meal and mm-hmm. and also. Me personally now, um, so this is only my second Thanksgiving as a priest. Yeah. But, um, last year and and this year the same. So, um, our our good and kind and patient pastor here, Father Michael McLaughlin, mm-hmm. he uh, has let me go home to spend a full day with my family, which is is so good of him. Um, but I still want to celebrate Mass, right? So yeah. I go and. Con celebrate at my home parish. Oh, nice! With uh, the pastor there, Father McSweeney, a great, great friend and 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 mentor and and teacher and mm-hmm. and guide, and um, it's just so meaningful to start the day that way. Yeah. Um, in the place where it all began, in the parish where I was baptized, mm-hmm. in the parish where I met Jesus, in the parish where I received my first Holy Communion, where I was sealed with the Holy Spirit, where I celebrated my first mass as a mm-hmm. priest to go and give thanks to God yeah. for everything in my life there in that church. Um, it's just awesome. So yeah. that's becoming, uh, you know, a little tradition for me as many times as I can be home for the eight thirty <laughs> in Austin. <laughs> right. Um, but finally, uh, and then it's your turn. Uh, after it's all said and done, at the end of the night, then we all gather around and we watch a Christmas story. Oh, how fun. Yeah, because it starts with Thanksgiving. 
Yes. And, and then... it ends at Christmas. So it helps the Connolly family kind of get ourselves mm -hmm. ready for the holiday season. Yes. Um, when I was a kid, <laughs> my, my parents had to pause when it got to the point where, uh, spoiler alert, but it's been out for a very long time. <laughs> yes. When the kid gets his tongue stuck to the oh, phone no. pole. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> that just bothered me too much. I would cry and cry, that poor kid. Yeah. So mom and dad would, when it got to that scene, they'd pause it. Leave the room. You might want to go to the other room for a minute. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's so how about you? Uh, well, similarly, um, what my family, my husband and my th three kids have been doing is we do go to mass on Thanksgiving morning. That's been something that we started doing. And we really, like you said, appreciate being able to, Thank God for all that we have um, before celebrating the day with our extended family. And this year we're going to my parents' house and we just have some extended family that come that we only really see at the holidays, which is nice. Um, but Thanksgiving weekend, this has like been our new tradition. Mm. So not actually Thanksgiving, but we live in a really cool place in Dutchess County, which is like half you know, suburban, and then it gets a little rural. Yeah. So there is this really cool tradition in Pine Plains, New York. And if you've never been there, it's completely really, really rural because you were getting up there. It's about 45 minutes. Every Saturday after Thanksgiving, they have an annual Christmas lights parade. Mm. And every hay truck and every tractor and every fire truck, and, I mean, you, you're talking like farm equipment, decorated to the nines with Christmas lights mm. and they roll through the town. I don't know. I just love it. I yeah, think it's so, so cool. I think it's so different from anything I grew up with and they throw candy at all the kids that are on the sidewalk yeah. and it's just awesome. And then, yeah. And then Santa makes his arrival on a giant fire truck at the end Whoa. and it's just a really cool. So um, it's usually freezing and we usually have to bundle up, but it's just so fun. Yeah. So that's our Thanksgiving weekend tradition, I guess. That's great. Yeah. So there we have it. And uh, we have a couple minutes, maybe. Can we do our How I Heard God? Hashtag. Hashtag How I Heard God. Yeah. But look, we're running out of time, so keep it short. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so... Mrs. Sullivan, how did yes. you hear God this week? How did I hear God? Um, well, I would like to point out, I actually, I was less hearing God, but I had an experience of um, unselfishness and it was a good, I felt like I saw God through somebody. Mm. So I actually saw in our son, John, mm. yesterday, it was, the, it was a very, very sweet interaction. Um, the school has a bake sale going on and little John decided he wanted to get something. So he grabbed a couple of dollars from his wallet and we went over to the school and he brought $8, which, I mean, that's a lot of money oh. for a second grader, right? $8. I'll take the lot. <laughs> but he bought his brother and sister each an item from the bake sale. Oh. And then he bought hot chocolate and they all shared it. So I, I that's, that's so how nice. right, and so I I just want to give him a shout out because I think that was a really Way selfless to go, thing to do, and that's how I felt God in our lives yeah. this week. Well, that's great. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I, I I heard God speaking to me very clearly yesterday. Uh, it was kind of a long day, 
and I'm starting to feel a little cranky and some people were you. getting on my nerves a little bit and, and I just, I was not really in a good place. I, I was, I was frustrated and, and tense and, mm-hmm. and I had to go to somebody's home to uh, give her the anointing of the sick. Mm-hmm. And I had this, this attitude within me of, of not towards this person, but just yeah. kind of, you know, um, you know, it, it never ends. And cause you know, I'm not proud of that, but I'm human. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so I just, I was going through that kind of, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that bad attitude. As soon as I got there, mm-hmm. I just felt this peace wash over me and, and God saying, this is precisely where I want you right now. You know, and, and anytime I get that, I get to, and I find this has happened before, you know, when I get to exercise my priestly ministry, yeah, I just, everything else just falls away, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's an affirmation yeah. from the Lord of my vocation. It's also a little encouragement and maybe like a little uh, wordless pep talk <laughs> from him saying, you know, keep going. Okay. Yeah. I want you doing this. This is your life. And, yeah. and it's what a gift it is. Right. I absolutely love it. So I pray for that person too. Um, that when it's her time that God will peacefully call her home, right? Yeah. She's now strengthened by the sacraments and such loving family surrounding her and, and a parish family. And uh, So if you'd uh, pray for that person with me too, I'd appreciate that. Will but, do. Um, yeah, I, I heard God yesterday uh, in that experience for sure. Yeah, that's wonderful. So it was more like a, just a like a settling of your emotions and yeah. Yeah. That's you know, great. like re reordering my priorities, yeah. maybe a little too. Yeah, like God saying, "Hey, relax. All this other stuff. Not that it's illegitimate. That not that it's invalid. Yeah. These other, you know, maybe sort of mundane concerns. Right. It's not that they're unimportant in themselves, but compared to what I've called you to, yeah. they're meaningless. Right. And just every time I get to really live my priesthood. Yeah. And God gives me so many opportunities. Yes. You know, it just, it's amazing. Everything else just yeah. is just washed away. Yeah. It's interesting. And it's an interesting thing. I don't want to talk too much, but for us to start to notice those things that like when we're feeling anxious or overwhelmed or whatever, how, how does God help us out of that? And that's, yeah. that's a really clear way of seeing his action in our lives. So, well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. All right. So until next time, we will talk to you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.